0: In Georgia Ag and review for the week of April twenty third, we'll start off with the big story of the week regarding BSC with this report from Randall Wiseman.
1: The fourth ever case of BSE in the U.S. was confirmed this week as it was found at a dairy cow from Central California. But for cattle producers, one of the first things that come to mind is how will this affect the U.S. beef trade?
2: The impact should not affect exports. Now, I'm not saying that it may or may not, but it
1: should not. That's USDA Chief Veterinary Officer John Clifford, who said this detection in no way affects the U.S. status as determined by the OIE. We follow international
2: guidelines and we're we're considered control risk by the OIE and our food supply as well as our populations of livestock in the U.S. are extremely healthy and some of the healthiest in the world.
1: He said there are safeguards in place to assure consumer safety against BSE. The safeguards that we have
2: both domestically in the United States as well as internationally in many countries can properly address and does properly address the safety of this issue and prevent its spread.
1: Dr. Clifford said the carcass of this animal will be destroyed. It was never presented for slaughter for human consumption, so at no time presented a risk to the food supply or human health. He said evidence shows that our systems and safeguards to prevent BSE are working.
0: The other story of the week was the Farm Bill, the Senate passing it out of the Act Committee on Thursday. Well, the Senate has released its draft of the 2012 Farm Bill, with markup to start this week. But is it really a Farm Bill? Or is Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack is requesting...
3: Can we talk about the Food, Farm and Jobs Bill instead of just the Farm Bill?
0: Obviously for decades it's been known as and referred to as the Farm Bill, so a hard habit to break, but one that Vilsack believes is necessary because when it's called the Farm Bill...
3: Folks in the cities and suburbs think doesn't affect my life, I don't care about that. And maybe their legislators and representatives think the same thing. But the reality is that's a piece of legislation that touches the lives of every single American. And every single American has a stake in that bill. So I like to talk about it as a food, farm, and jobs bill because that's what it does. It basically provides food for our families, it creates opportunities for people to stay in the business of farming and to be successful at it, and it also helps to
4: create jobs.
0: But at least so far, it doesn't seem the name change has really caught on. And we will wrap up for this week with Everett Griner.
4: Have you ever heard anybody discussing how many farms we have in America? I haven't. As long as food is plentiful, it doesn't make any difference. But for the record, USDA counts 2.2 million farms. The number hasn't changed significantly in 30 years. But wait now, the amount of land farmed has declined 8% in that 30 years. That's a lot of land. Still, farm production is continuing to increase. On 8% less land, our farmers are producing twice the number of chickens, twice as many hogs, three times as much dairy products. We don't grow 100 bushels of corn per acre anymore. We grow 300 bushels per acre. More wheat, more soybeans, more cotton. And our farmers, as they get bigger, they tend to produce more. And, of course, there's new plants that produce more, too, on 8% less land. That's unbelievable.
0: And remember, you can find these stories along with all the week's Southeast AgNet reports on our website at southeastagnet.com. I'm Julie McPeak with Southeast AgNet's podcast.